0: Smartcast. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD
1: Smartcast. एक नई जमात पैदा हुई है, एक नई बिरादरी सामने आई है, और वो है आंदोलन जीबी. आप आंदोलन को खत्म करेंगे, आगे बढ़ने लिए मिल बैटर के चचा करेंगे. रास्ता हैं, कोई कमी हो, उसको ठीक करेंगे. It's not a political speech that it defies logic that the Khan market gang
2: want to see even this politically. The Khan market gang is in a deep
0: depression. As Prime Minister Narendra Modi completed eight years as Prime Minister, there was a lot of focus on how he's impacted India's foreign policy, strategic framework and politics. But there's one aspect that's not talked about as much and that's Modi's influence on our everyday language. Since 2014, when Modi came to power, He's brought in a new lexicon, one that's seeped into everyday conversations and popular imagination. If you're a serial protester, you may now be called an Andolan GV, a critic of government policies, an anti-national or member of Tukre Tukre gang. You love indigenous products? Then you're what he calls vocal for local. And just like that, there are so many terms that have been incorporated into our language. But is this unique to Modi? And what lasting impact will this have, if any? You're listening to First Voice, Last Word, our weekly podcast on Indian politics. I'm Sunetra Chaudhary, National Political Affairs Editor for Hindustan Times. In my two decades of experience, I've realized that politics is often like reality TV, full of dramatic personalities making strategic moves. But unlike the entertainment that stars provide, this actually impacts our lives. So let me take you inside these corridors of power to understand what the Netas are talking about and how their moves ripple down to us. And today, I tell you the story of how Narendra Modi changed our language. Now, it has to be said that if you were to ask someone what they liked about Narendra Modi, they'll tell you it's his oratory. Not since Prime Minister Atal Bihari Vajpayee has a public persona become so popular for his speeches and his style. In fact, many believe that it was his speaking style that catapulted him from one of the chief ministers to a claimant to prime minister's chair in just over a decade. In a paper titled Reading PM Modi Through His Speeches, political scientists Christophe Jaffrelot and Jean Thomas Martelli wrote that Modi rose to power partly on the basis of his discourse, a notion referring not only to the themes but also to his oratorical style. They point out that it was Modi who came up with addressing his predecessor Manmohan Singh as Maun Mohan Singh, an apparent jibe at the former Prime Minister's quiet style. <laughs> An interesting aside is that while the tag of being a silent Prime Minister got stuck with Manmohan Singh, of course, due to Modi's own persuasive style, an analysis done by a sister publication Mint in 2019 showed that actually. Both prime ministers had comparable number of speeches. While Singh delivered 1,349 speeches over 10 years, and that's 135 speeches every year, Modi delivered 713 speeches over five years, and that's 143 speeches every year. So it's quite comparable. The big difference between the two is just in the length of speeches. A one and a half hour speech is not unusual for Modi like this one-hour, 40-minute speech that he gave during the budget session of Parliament this year. Notice how he mentions two of the terms that are now identified with his government. Urban Naxal and tukre tukre Gang.
1: I'm seeing that the Congress has in a in urban Naxal. उनकी पूरी सोचने के तरीकों को अर्बन नक्सलो ने कब्जा कर लिया है और इसलिए उनकी सारी सोच गतिविधि डिस्ट्रक्टिव बन गई है और देश के लिए चिंता का विषय बड़ी गंभीरता से सोचना पड़ेगा अंगरे चले गए लेकिन बांटो और राज करो यह नीति कांग्रेस ने अपना चरित्र बना लिया है और इसलिए ही आज कांग्रेस टुकड़े-टुकड़े गैंग की लीडर बन गई है
0: But what do these terms really mean? What's the significance of this evolving language? Political scientist and author of the book The New BJP, Nalin Mehta, has been tracking Modi's growth since he was chief minister.
2: The Narendra Modi years have certainly given us a new political lexicon. The language of politics and the politics of language have been at the very centre of the making of the Narendra Modi brand. And this precedes his time as Prime Minister. Think of his time as Chief Minister of Gujarat, which gave us terms like Chappani Chhati, Achse Din in the run-up to 2014. Um, thereafter, uh, and slogans like uh, Maximum Governance, Minimum Government.
3: The past eight years, a new language of muscular Hindu nationalism and cultural authenticity
0: has been evolving in the public sphere. Ravinder Kaur is an associate professor of modern South Asian studies at the University of Copenhagen and an author of the book The Brand New Nation. For example, the phrases like
3: surgical strike, master stroke, tukre tukre gang, or for that matter, anti-nationals have become commonplace. These are used to signal muscular prowess, one that is deployed to recover all that is imagined to be India's pure essence, its ancient
0: Hindu past. In this particular context, the Prime Minister has used both Tukde Tukde gang and urban Naxals to attack the opposition, namely the Congress party. But this particular usage actually can be traced back to 2016, when a group of student leaders of the prestigious Jawaharlal Nehru University, Karnaya Kumar and a few others, were sent to jail because they were accused of raising slogans against India. Slogans that threatened to break up the country into pieces or tukre-tukre. Now, nothing much came of that particular case in the courts and Karnaya Kumar is now, of course, a Congress politician. But since then, the phrase has been perpetuated, used by the BJP against farmers who are protecting the farm
1: laws.
0: Also used against young climate change activists. I mean, this Tukde Tukde gang, those who are trying to divide this country through this toolkit.
2: In fact, they have to face the tune of the law of this country.
0: And the term is so ubiquitous; it's been used by other parties against even the BJP. Akali Dal chief Subir Singh Badal on Tuesday flayed the ruling BJP over the farmers' protest, accusing his former ally of being the real tukde tukde gang. There's no dearth of instances or sound bites which show ministers, spokespersons, all using this language. But the irony is that the government's own Home Ministry doesn't acknowledge the term. In reply to a question by Congress MPs Vincent Pala and Jasbir Gill about the Tukre Tukre gang, the Ministry of Home Affairs said, and I quote, No such information has been brought to the notice of the government by any law enforcement agency. No wonder that opposition leaders like former Minister P. Chidambaram used it against the government while speaking in Parliament.
1: I am a member of the Tukre Tukre gang. <laughs> We have no data available on the Tukre Tukre gang. <laughs> I'm not
2: surprised that the Ministry of Home Affairs, in response to a question in Parliament, specifically said that it does not recognise terms like urban nuxals or uh, Tukre Tukre gang. These are not legal terms. These are not terms that can be used in bureaucratic reporting of any kind with exactitude. These are political terms used by the ruling party as a kind of political slang to put forth its messaging in terms of us versus them between its supporters and those who it sees as its opponents on specific issues.
0: This term, Khan Market Gang, is directed at old elites projected as entitled opportunists who are being overthrown by a new power set. The Prime Minister drives this home when he refers to his modest upbringing, where his mother washed dishes in other people's homes to survive, and his OBC identity, which is giving a voice to other backward communities like tribals and those in remote areas like Northeast. In that context, When he first mentioned the Khan Market gang during the election campaign for 2019, it hit a nerve. Then the Prime Minister pulled a rabbit out of the hat. Khan Market, he said. That's what he spoke about in a recent interview to a newspaper. Prime Minister Modi made a reference to Khan Market. He bunched the quote-unquote Khan Market gang with pollsters, the media and the Latin circle. Now those living outside Delhi may be wondering what the big deal about Khan Market is, so we decided we'll tell you. Delhi is filled with iconic locations. It's home to Indo-Saracenic architecture. Very few cities in India can match the grandeur of this old city. And in the heart of Delhi is Khan Market, one of the busiest locations in the capital, complete with a Facebook page that says, my name is Khan Market. The phrase really captured the imagination of people in Delhi since Khan Market refers to a very elite upmarket neighbourhood bang in the heart of Luthien's Delhi. By coining this phrase, the Prime Minister didn't just hit out at the old elite, but also made very clear what he wasn't. He wasn't part of the Delhi set that he saw as power brokers. It seems to be part of a larger strategy that's used by the Bhartiya Janta Party. Talk more about things that you stand against.
2: Uh, we created the Narad Index uh, for my book, The New BJP, which basically was a collection of 11,500 BJP-linked articles, press releases, speeches, um, internal communications of the party, uh, speeches by the Prime Minister, speeches by the RSS, Sarsang Chalak and other such documents over a 23-year period between 2006 and 2019. And then we ran an AI-based algorithm on it to see patterns of communication that one would otherwise perhaps miss. And the findings really surprised us. In 2019, in fact, it spoke the most about the Congress, then about Narendra Modi and third about the BJP itself. Um, this is this was not always so. Even in 2014, which was an anti-incumbency election fundamentally, even then the BJP didn't speak more about the Congress than anything else. Um, this started changing from 2016 onwards when the Congress became at the centerpiece of the most important thing the BJP was speaking about. And this basically shows that the BJP has positioned itself as not just as what it is, but as what it is not. And it is positioned itself as the anti-Congress force, as the party which is not the Congress. And that is at the core of its positioning to uh, voters who are not traditional, uh, necessarily traditional BJP voters.
0: However much Modi and the BJP may have honed this skill, it's not unique to them. In fact, Whether it's Indira Gandhi in India or Reagan in America, creating a new language has always been a very effective tool in politics.
3: Every political age indeed leaves its trace behind in the form of choice phrases, slogans that gain popular currency. Uh, For example, the idea of the foreign hand or Hamdo Hamare Do was associated with Indira Gandhi's age or, broadly speaking, the emergency in the 1970s. Or for that matter, consider slogans like Unity and Diversity or Mera Mera Bharat Mahan, which routinely featured in official literature publicity campaigns in the 1980s and 90s.
2: All political leaders have certain catchphrases that become indelibly linked to their political brand. Uh, Ronald Reagan, for example, had um, the Morning with America campaign that symbolized his presidency. Margaret Thatcher had this famous uh, famous quote that if you want something said, uh, get it done uh, by a man. If you want something done, get it done by a woman. Um, Indira Gandhi, for example, was indelibly linked with uh, the Gribi Hitao slogan and with the uh, with the term Durga that was used for her after the 71 war. Narsimha Rao um, was always identified by his pout and Rajiv Gandhi, for better or for worse, always got linked with uh, the term that he used to use in his speeches all the time, which is Hame hai. Yeah, um, For Narendra Modi, more than most other politicians, his political communication, the terms he uses, both the uh, terminology the manner of speaking, and the, and the way his message is disseminated are absolutely central to, his political, to the political imagination that he symbolises and to the way he reaches out to his core voters.
3: What is as noteworthy is the play between the popular sphere and the party politics. While there are overlaps, uh, Modi makes use of strategic silence as much as speech to drive the discourse. In this sense, what you condemn or not condemn as much shapes the discourse as what you uh, actively promote. Uh, for example, the use of the term Andoranjeevis, that is, those who live off protest, to denote the farmers who were protesting uh, last year, was a kind of dismissal of the sincerity of the demand.
1: लेकिन जब आंदोलनजीवी पवित्र आंदोलन को अपने लाभ के लिए बर्बाद करने के लिए निकलते हैं तब क्या होता है
0: And whatever his critics may say, Narendra Modi has been successful in formulating a new language, one that gives his supporters that warm, fuzzy feeling about being self-reliant or Atmanirbhar, a belief that their Pradhan Sevak or Prime Minister will bring them the quintessential
1: Achse Din.
3: In the long run, this lexicon seeks to reconfigure internal political boundaries, a kind of undoing of the post-colonial past associated with Nehru Gandhi. It is hardly a coincidence that what is popularly called the idea of India, that is the secular, democratic, modern republic with a liberal outlook, is what has become the battleground of Hindu cultural nationalism. While it wasn't flawless, it did offer a space for a wide variety of identities and interests to coexist. The new language of politics is an effort to re-overwrite the post-colonial
1: past. Ka
0: You've been listening to First Voice, Last Word. I'm Sunetra Chaudhary and this episode was produced by Deepthi Ahuja and edited by Sanju Abraham. Editorial inputs were by Isha Sahai Bhatnagar and Snehashish Roy. Do write in to tell us what you'd like us to cover next time at Sunetra C on Twitter and to stay updated on this podcast, follow us on at HD Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. To listen to more such podcasts, log to htsmartcast.com and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening. We'll be back again next week with another secret story of political lives. Till then, goodbye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.